You have tuned in to Winging It, the podcast where we don't plan anything. I'm your host, uh, No Plan Pete, uh, and we have a guest today. I have no idea who they are. Um, I've never met them before. We didn't. We didn't plan anything. I'm sort of hoping that they have a topic for the podcast. I don't know. Uh, what do you What do you want to talk about on this podcast? <laughs> um your favorite thing to make in the kitchen no oh okay no this um, isn't this isn't a chef's podcast my favorite thing to make in the kitchen is nothing because i only can cook on the barbecue otherwise my wife will get mad that i messed up the kitchen what's your favorite thing to cook in the kitchen i like a good hearty salad i know that seems kind of lame cool. but i think salads can be very sexy and interesting if you allow them to be they can be very sexy that is true exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure that's cooking though uh is is making a salad cooking you see this is a matter it's of a, definition it's assembling it's assembling oh, okay. in a culinary way <laughs> yeah well since since this is winging it uh i'll say i'll say chicken wings but that's that's a lie i would i would make way too big a mess if i tried to make chicken wings that but, sounds amazing yeah. i'm coming over for dinner okay uh and uh uh, when you get here, we can record the actual podcast, which is not about cooking. Although, I don't know, we can talk about cooking if you want. Um, but this is, in fact, the Photography Friends podcast. I'm your photographer, Jared Poirier, and you are a, a photographer, hopefully. I am a photographer. My oh, name great. is Dana Castro, <laughs> and I uh, run a photography business called Three Crown Studio. You do indeed, and uh, we are we are talking about planning today, and we did plan some stuff, so that's good. We plan an actual podcast for you guys, episode ninety of the uh, Photography Friends podcast, and uh, Dana and I have a, a great episode in store for you guys. We're going to be helping all of you photographers out there uh, who are trying to plan photo shoots and hopefully, uh, this episode on prep for photo shoots will, uh, will be intriguing for you and, uh, and help you in your life and photography and all of that. Hopefully that sounds fun. Does that sound fun? I'm, I'm having fun already. Okay. Yeah. I'm having a great time. We aren't, we aren't having any wine or anything. Not yet. It is two in the afternoon. Try to plan these later no. and then we can drink wine. But uh, The other W, uh, water yeah, <laughs> for other, me. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Is it r- red or white water? It is clear water oh. with a splash of lemon. Awesome. So, kind of oh. like a cocktail. There that's you good. go. With a splash of lemon. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. I've got a, uh, what is this? A chai tea with some uh, vanilla almond milk or some shit in it. That sounds amazing. It looks very good. Yeah. How prepared of you. Yes. And speaking uh, of being prepared, we're prepared uh, for a podcast with a beautiful sponsor. Uh, do you, do you, have you ever heard of uh, CloudSpot, Dana? I have, but tell me more. You have. All right. Well, Dana, let me tell you something about CloudSpot. It's the easiest way for photographers to deliver and sell photos online. You probably knew that. You probably also knew that you can get uh, beautiful downloads or beautiful galleries, <laughs> beautiful downloads too, that are that are hassle-free, that are simple for your clients, really uh, really make a wonderful uh, experience for all of your photography clients. Uh, you probably knew all of those things, but what you maybe didn't know is that there's a link in the description for this very podcast and you can save 50% off of CloudSpot. And uh, we've actually had some listeners who have been using the link have been signing up for CloudSpot. Uh, they actually, CloudSpot's a cool company. They they tell me when people use the link to sign up and uh, people have been doing it. And uh, I just want to tell you guys that I appreciate you. And if you want to be cool and rad and uh, highly sexy like those people, then you're going to want to click that uh, CloudSpot link. Get yourself some CloudSpot. All right, that's done. We can talk about what we're here to talk about. So uh, before we get into that, Dana, um, why don't you just tell the listeners a little bit uh, you know, about yourself, the, uh, the type of uh, photography that you do, a little bit about Three Crowns, all of that, who you work with. You know, just give us your life story in 30 seconds uh, or less. 
for sure. So yeah, I'm Dana and I run Three Crown Studio and we are a brand photography business. I say we, it's me. Um, I have a couple of helpers, but the person behind the camera is me. And yeah, so I, I mostly work with, with women, um, lots of female entrepreneurs. I sometimes have the occasional sprinkle of a, of a gentleman in there, but really my target audience is women in business and that's who I serve and that's who I'd love to serve. And yeah, it just, it just lights me up. So this is my, my fifth year in, in this business and always something to learn. So yeah, happy to be here. That's a good time once you've uh, once you've been in business for a few years. I find that things kind of even out, and it's not so hectic after a while, right? Like you, a lot of things kind of fall into place for you, and uh, and you actually sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just finally feeling that. I mean, year five, you kind of cross a cross a threshold there. Yeah. That's that feels a little bit like a sweet spot. Yeah, and then you can you've already spent all of your uh, photography money on gear, so then you actually have money to buy a more comfortable bed, and then you can actually sleep even better. So I mean, is there? Do you ever run out of photography gear to buy? Definitely, I've not. always got something on my radar. Like no, no, no. I I definitely need to. I bought a uh, a gimbal uh recently, which I love, and I bought lights. Uh yeah. I upgraded my camera last year and I'm looking into buying some microphones and uh, I don't know, oftentimes I think about buying a second camera, but again, you know, Ooh. yeah. There's... So what do you do now? Do you rent when you need a second device? I... Like it only comes up every now and then? Yeah, I rent or uh, hassle like a friend of mine, you know, <laughs> invite someone on the <laughs> podcast so then they owe me a favor. So then... I can hit them up, but don't worry, you're safe. You live too far away from me. For me to <laughs> and we shoot on different Nikon, so yeah. oh, that's that's fine. I can work my way around. Or okay. yeah, I mean, I'm used to not, I'm used to. Uh, I know Canon and Sony, and I'm sure I could figure out. I mean, ISO is ISO at the end of the day, right? So it's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So uh, let's get into what we actually came here to talk about, uh, which is preparing for a shoot, um, which is, uh, you know, we've worked together a little bit and I've seen kind of your process, but uh, I'd love to learn more. I think that it can it can help the listeners and it can also help me like, uh, you know, I've been doing photography for a while, but just recently I've started to really get into doing like studio photography and stuff like that. And, uh, kind of a bit of a different, uh, bit of a different animal. So yeah, let's walk through the, the process of how you plan out your photo shoots. Like, does it start with a, uh, like a pre-shoot call? Is that usually the first thing? Yes. Yeah. Sweet. yeah so usually I check people out first and then we, we sort of, we book, we book the shoot, we choose a location. We usually go back and forth on that with email because that part you know we can kind of lock down pretty quickly and then it's planning time so that's when I usually book a call in for them and entrepreneurs are really busy my clients are and they're not really keen on filling out a lot of forms so if I were to send them an intake form or like hey answer all these brand questions for me about your business they I think they would find that really tedious so mm. we sort of cover all of that in a zoom call together. Um, prior to that, obviously I check out their website. I'm looking around to see what they're currently working with. Sometimes we're starting from scratch. Other times they're looking to fill in some gaps, but, uh, I check them out first. I do a little creep around and I see everything I can find on them before we have the call. So I'm prepared to ask the right types of questions because those questions change for each client, uh, depending on how I'm coming at it. So, I ask them sort of a series of questions at the beginning um, that might be a little bit boring, but they're really important, which is sort of what, what type of clients do you like to attract, right? A lot of my, a lot of my subjects are service-based business owners. So we talk about their clients and who's coming to them. And if that's aspirational, then who would you like to attract? If you're not, if you're not attracting the right clients now, who are the people that you do want to attract. And so I sort of just keep that on my list and I review it um, in the days upcoming to upcoming to their shoot to make sure that I, I am coming across that because it's very different, right? It's if you're trying to, uh, if you're, you know, a multi million dollar real estate agent, you're trying to attract 
different type of client um, than say a makeup artist. So that's important when we're talking about the big picture of the shoot and the aesthetics and that sort of vibe that we're trying to to do. Yeah, um, nice. And then, yeah. And that's so like an hour, like an hour long call or how does that actually look? In reality? It's about 45 minutes to an hour. It's also a good icebreaker to them for them too, because some people are, you know, get nervous before shoot time. So having the face to face to talk to me and get to know each other a little bit better also helps us ease in on shoot day where we sort of don't have to do all that, like, you know, that awkward beginning stuff and be like, <laughs> we can just sort of jump into it because we've already had the, the chat and we're sort of making this game plan together. So it's a team effort with myself and them to nice. make it all come together the day of. Yeah. So you're getting like a good sense of, you know, what is, what's the goal really for the photo shoot? Like who they want to reach, who they want to reach with, uh, with those photos, who they want that uh, to appeal to, but also like you're getting a sense for their personality. They're getting a sense for yours. And then on the actual day, it becomes a lot easier to, you find it becomes a lot easier to work with them. Right. Yeah. And we've just, I get to know like the ins and outs so that I don't have to worry about those small things on the day of. So yeah. I don't want to be asking on the day of like, who are you trying to attract? <laughs> you know, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's just yeah. like, it's too, it's too late at that point. And speaking, you said personality and speaking of personality, that is one of the questions that I do ask them which I love this question. I'm giving away my secrets now. I don't know. That's okay. Not that many people listen to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What I think is what's the, what's your biggest personality compliment? So not, not what do you like about yourself the most, but what do what do you get complimented on the most? That's cool. Um, And so that actually is a really revealing question for me because sometimes it's like, Oh, people think I'm really serious, but I'm actually super funny and they they're always surprised by that and so those are good questions too for me to get to know them a little bit better and also bring out that personality side so if I notice that during the shoot you know hey she mentioned this and I don't feel like that's coming out I make sure that I kind of go in and try to bring that out of them on Mm -hmm. the shoot day let's let's bring a little bit of that silliness out and what's the for example what is uh what's the compliment that people give you a lot? That actually is one of them is that um, especially certain service-based businesses that people might view typically or might get grouped in a category of being a little bit stuffy. So that could be mortgage agents, that could be uh, accountants. So industries that tend to be more buttoned up, a lot of those clients tend to tell me like, hey, most people are surprised because they thought, oh, she's going to be really one way, but I'm actually really down to earth and like really fun. And I don't, you know, this is a serious subject, but you know, we can have fun with this. Mortgages should be fun is actually one of my clients' taglines. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, I get the same thing. Maybe that's like something that you need to have as a photographer is like the ability to like be serious and like take your job seriously. But then also like, I don't know, part of our job is like uh, being, you know, approachable, like I don't is disarming the right word. I'm not sure like something like that, right? Where yeah, people feel like uh, at ease around us and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, that they can let their guard down. That's the biggest one and feel comfortable. I mean, I've never felt uncomfortable like with another photographer, but I can imagine there might be some out there. I don't know necessarily think uncomfortable would be the word. I just think not compatible, right? Mm -hmm. Just not the right fit for you. Yeah, yeah. And if you can't really get people at ease or like get their personality out on a shoot, then, you know, that obviously comes through in the photos, you know, like the the camera doesn't lie in that way. So yeah, the biggest compliment is for sure when someone sees their gallery after and they're like, oh, this really feels like me. That's the biggest compliment is just like, yes, nailed it. Yeah. Is there like a particular piece of direction that you often use to like get people more at ease or like a tactic that you use? Because I have a couple that are coming to mind. I have a a new one lately um, that I'm doing for people that I might struggle with getting expression that's in between (laughs) flat 
and smiling. Okay. Um, which is just, I call it like a serene face. So I'm like, just picture like serenity. Like, what does that look like for you? And I'm like, okay, so in the shoot, I'm, I'm now like when I kind of need that from you and I need that expression, I'm just going to be like, ah, so I did that on a couple of shoots recently. It worked really well is I'm just like, ah, give me that serene face. And oh, so nice. that's working it in there a little bit rather than just kind of smiling, not smiling, smiling, not smiling. And, and there's got to be like this in-between thing that isn't. <laughs> I'm cheesy and I'm laughing yeah. all the time because <laughs> yeah. although that's fun, it's not right for every business. Yeah, I use that one on uh, on my video shoots all the time. Where if someone is like really getting in their head about a take or whatever, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, take a deep breath. I'm here until we're done. So like, you can you can relax for a second. Deep breath. Yeah. Okay, we'll go back into it. You're good at that. I've seen you yeah. do that. You're you're very good at that. And being like, hey, we're here. We can try yeah. it again. Yeah, we can screw <laughs> it up. I'm not going to use that take. Like, <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, <laughs> you can do. Can, 10 we can battles. delete. <laughs> the delete button works really well <laughs> totally and uh yeah two that like for in terms of actually uh photo shoots though two that i used uh the last time that i was in the studio uh one is just like literally if someone's like super stiff like getting them to like and i don't know maybe some people would disagree with this but literally getting them to like do some jumping jacks or freaking just like wiggle around you know you guys can't see it maybe you can hear yeah that i'm wiggling yeah but yes you guys can believe the me. shake it out the shake, shake it, it out, out method and yeah. also just like when you've been standing for a bit or you're doing a couple takes you know yeah people just naturally sort of stiffen up and kind of get locked in the same thing so yeah i don't oh, yeah. I don't, I don't circuit train them for sure, but I, but I do, I'm just like, let it out, wiggle it out. Yeah. You take a minute, take a break. You don't want them getting sweaty. So that's, you know, that's okay. No. And like recently I usually have like pretty tight timelines when I shoot with clients. So like I usually, you know, usually we have two to three hours and we're making like the most of that time. But I had a shoot last week that was, we had an Airbnb booked for the shoot all day. Mm -hmm. And we took a pizza break in the middle of it. Mm, nice. uh, and my client ordered pizza to the to the shoot space. And we actually just sat down, chilled, ate some pizza, talked a little bit, and then went back to it, which nice. was really, really nice. So I don't know, maybe I should make some more room for snack breaks. Yeah, that's not a bad idea, you know, if you're doing a long shoot. And then another one that uh, I don't remember where I picked this up, uh, but it just came to me at a shoot recently, um, was just trying to get like a more, just uh, more expression on their face and just like something interesting to work with. So I just said, pretend you have a secret, like you have a secret in your mind. Imagine that. Now give me a look like I have a secret. Oh, yeah works really well like then you get kind of a mischievous look out of them a little bit or something yeah. like that some personality rather than then they're thinking about that and not thinking about like i don't know like do do i have wrinkles or whatever the fuck mm. <laughs> do i look hungover yes. do i look hungover maybe that's it <laughs> yeah do i look hungover hopefully not i'm always telling my clients like please don't <laughs> overindulge the night before don't do it like for skin, I think maybe it's a women's thing too. We all just like, I'm always like, drink tons of water. Don't drink the night before. Yeah. <laughs> drink after <laughs> everyone the shoot, looks, you know? Yeah. Everyone looks tired yeah. after a night out. Uh, so uh, for actual uh, types of shots, like let's switch gears, talk about that a little bit. Like, do you actually, I know some photographers like literally plan out specific shots like, okay, we're going to get two that are, you know, from the bust up like you'll be turned to the side and then we'll do like two full body ones and then two where you're sitting on a horse and you've got like flaming bowling pins that you're juggling like that's like beyonce's new album cover like sitting on a horse with... is it i don't know i don't, <laughs> like, I don't know she was on a horse and one of her <laughs> album covers so reminded me of that i'm very i'm very be- very behind on my pop culture i'm glad you mentioned beyonce and not something else like doja cat i don't know what that is that's just something that i hear I people say in their 20s i don't know what that is Those Good, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool i'm hit <laughs> um yeah we rihanna so- she's still big right <laughs> shout out to the super bowl um yes yeah, so it's tricky with actually planning out shots so i try to do a nice blend of planned shots that we have to have so the need to haves in the shoot and then just leave room for the magic and creativity to happen with the rest of them so we talk about our must-haves 
And I make a full list of that during our planning call. So that could be on the phone. Actually, I'm looking at one right now. I was planning out this morning. So on the phone, um, writing in their journal, this client particularly loves to read. So she's going to, I'm a couple books. So we need some reading shots, headshots, sort of waist up. So we do plan that. And then I also, one of the questions I ask during our conversation is, you know, what, what do you need these shots for your social or your website? So that's also affecting how I'm shooting, what orientation I'm shooting in. So those qualifying ones too. Um, and then if you want me to like kind of touch on a few other questions that I ask them, seasonality is a good one. So I asked them like, Hey, like, do you have seasons in your business? So, uh, let's give an example. I just had a shoot with a florist. She has seasons, right? She's got a holiday season that she does one type of product for, and then she's got Valentine's day, right? Which is, uh, you know, totally different type of product. So if there are things that come up seasonally for people, what does that look like? And those are shots that we should make sure we have in there because I want longevity for my clients with their galleries. I don't want them to just last them, you know, two months, three months. Mm -hmm. I like to look a little bit ahead for them. Yeah, that's a good point. Any other uh, yeah. questions that you'll usually ask ahead of time? Um, If they've had shots before. So sometimes I have clients that come to me that have had a few photo shoots. So they're veterans, like they're, they know what they're doing. I usually ask them, what did you like about your images that you previously had? I don't Sweet. ask what didn't you like. I do not <laughs> ask that because we don't talk badly about other photographers work. Um, but I, so I say, you know, what did you really like? And what did you end up using the most of? Nice, did, what yeah. were your ghosts? Yeah. What were your go-tos? Um, and then what were the gaps? So what was missing in those for you? So that's, that's a good one in helping us get ideas and inspiration for that shot list. Totally. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like that a oh, lot. Then, like it's good to yeah. get, it's good to get into their head as well. Cause you know, I don't know the longer that I've been doing this show, you know, like I've interviewed a bunch of photographers. We're on episode 90 now. So I don't know, close to whatever, probably interviewed like 50 photographers on, on here. Wow. And, uh, like we all, you know, regardless of if we're moms or if we're scientists or whatever the hell, I find that like a lot of us think the same way and have like the same like obsessions and stuff like that when it comes to photography and some things that like you're really worried about that like you're going to spend a lot of time on isn't necessarily what your client like even cares about. Right. So yeah, that's yeah. an important point. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I love, I like the planning part of it. I, it helps me put it all together. I'm usually pretty inspired after the call too, to just like throw my ideas together right away. I don't really like to leave it and let it sit. I usually like hop on Pinterest right away and start pulling some ideas based off oh, of nice. their, their questions. Yeah. Well, it's fresh in my mind and I'm such, I mean, not surprisingly, I'm a visual person. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> representing that visually is always key for me. For sure. For sure. And uh, getting an idea of like what uh, what the location is and like what the backdrop's going to be helping people plan their wardrobe. Like, do you ask kind of questions around that? Like, what do you want for the wardrobe and shit? Yeah, I do. So I typically I don't like to require people to spend a lot of money or have to hire a stylist. Those are always yeah. options. Mm -hmm. um, I'm always like, hey, if you want to go that route, I have people I can recommend, but that takes that out of your to-do list completely. And it's a no-brainer for you. But if if they're not doing that, I usually guide them. I actually do have a an inspiration board that I'll send them just sort of like, hey, here's some ideas if you're really lacking on ideas. Um, I usually tell them to pull together for my typical branding shoot, sort of three to four looks to bring with them. So full, that includes full looks. So including shoes, <laughs> what I typically say, cause that's one that people often forget, um, including shoes, including nude undergarments, right. If they need that to match appropriately. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do, I, I'll never tell somebody what to wear, but I will tell them that whatever you wear should be comfortable. Like, please don't bring that dress that you haven't worn in a few years that doesn't really, that you don't really feel great in, but oh, it yeah. might be okay for the shoot. Um, and I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I love a good neutral. That's just me. Mm -hmm. I love, I love, I love solid colors and neutrals. Cause I just think they'll, that'll last my clients longer. They have, I mean, 
more areas they can be butt up against if you if you have if you're wearing sort of a cream tone as opposed to a crazy bright pattern um but that's just that's just my preference for aesthetic I'll go wild if people want me to yeah for sure and understanding that thing of like it's possible to blend into the background too much as well right like you might be tempted to say oh it's uh it's like a beige background so i'll wear a beige and then they, they kind of don't see it at <laughs> it's all, just a, it's just a mean? beige yeah. mess at that point <laughs> though surprisingly i have found that like you can pull off like it, it does take a, a certain amount of like thought and uh like even experimentation and stuff to get the look right but you can do a black on black or a white on white right like these are things that you are can. possible yeah you can i've taken some classes and workshops where they use you know a very deep back black drop back black huh. say that eight times that um we don't edit this podcast <laughs> so that's all, that's all staying <laughs> in <laughs> great um yeah and, and it's it's not it's not my style I think it's just not what I'm drawn to but I I think it's really cool I think yeah. it's it's very cool to use strobes to create like a super deep dark background look and then have that person just popping out I mean that was a very popular headshot style for a while too remember sure. like yeah like was that you know black with a black blazer and mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. you know that face really popped yeah yeah can yeah to can totally work I've seen you pull off the like white on white or like really kind of that bright bright colors or well not Love bright it. colors necessarily but just like bright tones and shit is really your thing right? I wonder if I'll get sick of it but I haven't yet yeah, <laughs> I know photographers good. tend to go through sort of you know, evolutionary changes with their styles yeah. and morph a little bit, but I, I still tend to be drawn for that. And it, it still works really well for social. Yeah. yeah no, um, I, en I envy people who can do the same thing like over and over again. I have way too much attention deficit. I like to make things really like difficult for myself. So I have you to like really... a challenge. Yeah. very Like much during so. the shoot, you like yeah. to sh challenge yourself during a shoot. Definitely. Yeah. Even during a shoot for sure. I'll, sometimes I'll even be like open to like, okay, let's get away. Even in the studio, I'll be like, let's get away from the backdrop, try some other shit or freaking crawl on the ground, do whatever. <laughs> yes. I definitely, I definitely exercise that with yeah. framing for sure. Yeah and posing for sure mm -hmm. I don't I don't I don't experiment too much with editing yeah. style for me mm -hmm. um but I each person I meet is so different they're they're all like they're my muse when mm -hmm. they're there mm -hmm. so I feel like I don't it doesn't get repetitive for me because That's everybody good, yeah. is so is so different but yeah I I do like to just where I have my like messing around time is with equipment that's when I like to just play around and meet some photographer friends book a studio and just yeah. like I don't know play around with lights like let's see let's try this stuff you can't do when you're with a paying client all the time for sure for sure do you yeah. do you prefer like any, like actual studio photography or do you prefer like going outdoors or like just whatever kind of gorilla shooting around like what do you actually prefer I so usually for my brand my planned my planned branded shoots like we do have a studio booked yeah but I always like to mix in some outdoor if I can if we're yeah. not if our time line allows it I always say to them even if it's 30 minutes at the end that we can do some shots outside I think it's I think it's necessary and I think it's good for them for a variety sake too. Like mm -hmm. I'll often totally. have, there's been many a shoot where I'm just like, stay in your, you know, your last look, let's throw our stuff in our cars because our studio time is over yeah. and let's like head into that alleyway. <laughs> yeah. Come with me into this alleyway. Oh, you can always, um, you can always trust a photographer in an alleyway. Yeah. That's, in the city, come in this alleyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I do like, I do like to mix it up and for entrepreneurs too. I think that also shows off some personality as well is totally. those little hobbies, things they like to do. Like I've had some that love, like we've done a couple of shots in the coffee shop and cause they work out of a coffee shop every day. So let's, let's make that happen. So yeah, I try to vary up the locations, but studios are so great and we're so lucky yeah. to live close to so many awesome ones and yeah. they're well run, you know, it makes yeah. our lives pretty easy i'm getting a little yeah. bit i'm getting a little bit addicted to the studio stuff i have to admit especially when you go in there and they already have like the lights and things and you're like yeah. oh this is my playground like this is amazing <laughs> you need that time yeah, totally. we, we all need that time and i i sometimes practice what i preach and set time aside to be creative and mm -hmm. rent some equipment 
And then other times I completely get bogged down and I forget how much I need that for my creative muscle. And uh, I think it's fun just to play around with gear too, especially other people's gear. We can all hey yeah. grab, swap my camera for your camera and let's, let's mess around. I grab a Canon every now and then and <laughs> see if I know how to use the buttons. Yeah. Like I said, it's all like, I, I am often surprised how easily I can switch between like camera systems and stuff these days and like, just Ooh. make, make it work and be like, okay, how do I friggin' figure this out? Like you can, if you don't know what you're doing, you can YouTube that stuff so fast, right? Like oh, even I've I, that. I've even like turned off my touchscreen. Like sad to admit, like when I first got uh, my my new camera, my um, what the what what camera do I have? The Sony A seven four, A seven four, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like turned off the touchscreen, and then I was like embarrassingly like I don't know how to turn this back on. It had to be like I'm gonna oh. go. I'm gonna. It was at a concert. I'm like I'm gonna go to the bathroom and YouTube this. <laughs> but you can like always that, do that. There's no shame. Sony's in that, you know? Sony's are That's very. In your defense, in your defense, defense, the Sony menu yeah. is notoriously. Um, well, in depth, but also a little bit complicated. Well, if you're going to defend me and my in intelligence, you can come on the show anytime. Well, there you go. Yeah, Sony's sure. hard sometimes, yeah. but <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. Uh, for yeah, other stuff like related to planning and stuff like that. Like, um, this is a, a big thing that uh, came up. Like now that I'm starting to do more studio photography, uh, hair and makeup, right? Like. I'm so worried about a million other things. Where's the lights? How do I use these lights? How does it sync with the camera? Do this hot shoe thing that this other bullshit. Oh, where am I placing the lights? Uh, like, are the settings right? Is uh, I'm on a four. Is the background blurred out too much? Is it enough? And then I, I'm looking through the photos later and I'm like, man, there's a couple strands of hair here and a little, you know, bit of uh, sweatiness here that we could have dealt yeah. with. Like, do you, uh, do you like have a hair and makeup person that you use or do you, do. Usually, you do? Okay. Awesome. I do. I yeah. have a go-to shout out to Victoria. Um, yeah, we have a great relationship. It's awesome to find someone that you on the hair and makeup side, I highly recommend, uh, reach out, create a, create a network of makeup artists, work with a couple. I uh, kind of have to just jump right in and find someone that you work well with and keep that person and, and protect them at all costs. <laughs> like <laughs> that relationship is really, really important for me. And having that go-to person. Are there like a lot of, like, th are there a lot of threats that are coming after your makeup person? <laughs> you you to, never know. Like you have this to protect is like, them? <laughs> I'm a mom too. So this is like finding like a good babysitter, right? Mm, like okay. you don't give that up for anybody because it could threaten your, your nights out. If you start sharing them. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> I want her, I want her to have all the success, but uh, yeah. So I found someone that's really, really great that I awesome. completely trust that my clients are always happy with, like always knocks it out of the park. They always love it. That yeah. makes me look good, right? That's mm -hmm. a win-win mm -hmm. and she's amazing. And it's warm up time for them too. So if they do hair and makeup, we booked that hour before the shoot to do that. Yep. And then we chat, right? Like we all have our coffees, we're talking, so we're warming up and then also helps us ease into that shoot time. We're just yeah. ready to go. But with makeup, skin is the most important piece of that. Mm -hmm. um, healthy looking skin. That doesn't mean, that doesn't mean perfect skin. Mm -hmm. That means healthy looking skin um, and, and going a little heavier. I talk about this a lot with, with, uh, my clients that are doing their own makeup, I say, mm -hmm. go heavier. I know it's going to feel, it's going to feel like a lot for you when you're driving in the car and you're looking in your rear view mirror, you're going to feel like you're going out to a club and it's 10 AM, Yeah. but, <laughs> but, uh, it looks great on camera and because I edit bright and I use strobes that it's even more necessary to, to pop that on for them. For sure. So yeah. I tell them to bring a little bring some extras with them for some touch-ups, but makeup artists um, are great. They also check in between shots. So they'll stay if you, if you require them to, they'll stay and then they'll do some touch-ups, right? So yeah. as you have a wardrobe change and things get a little bit messy, they're like, hold on, come right back in, touch up your client and then you're good to go. So it's just, they just make things easier. 
Totally. Yeah. On uh, on my last uh, studio shoot there, like one of the clients did bring uh, someone to do their hair and makeup. And it was very helpful, like especially with what you're saying between shots or between um, wardrobe changes and stuff like that. Like maybe the hair looked great at the beginning. And again, like your your attention is limited. Like you have to be honest with yourself. There's little things that you're going to friggin miss. Like you're just going to it's it's reality. And yeah, having a second person there to be like, oh, this strand of hair. Oh, like there's a little bunched up hair here, you know, you or know whatever. What like the makeup's me, a little messed up. Yeah. It's glasses, which you wear. Oh you yeah. Wear glasses all the time. I'm sorry. Glasses. <laughs> you should be. Um, it's glasses, and that yeah. it's actually a question I ask. Speaking of planning, it's yeah. actually a question I ask when I'm planning, which is like, do you wear glasses? Oh, they're like, I can, and or and then I have other clients that are like, oh, not a big deal, I can take them off, and other clients yeah. that are like, no. This is how people see me and they would never see me without my glasses on. Yeah. These are a must. So again, yeah. I'm plan I'm I've been planning that because I've made that mistake more times than I want to admit to mm-hmm. is is not setting up my lighting correctly and then being so focused on the client and posing and being comfortable that I don't check that glasses glare. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's difficult to work around. That is one thing that is really tough. If you got a little bit in there, I mean, it's it is kind of it's forgivable. T- People uh, will forgive you, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How will we not like? <laughs> how will we not created strobes at like anti glare strobes or something? I don't know. Maybe don't know. we gotta patent that come up yeah. with that product maybe maybe i don't know but oh. yeah I, I totally get what you're saying like i'm definitely one of those glasses people who's like no don't take my glasses away from me like i right. can't i don't wear contacts or anything like i i do kind of think it's like i don't know part of my look and personality people think i'm smart mm-hmm. when i wear glasses they don't question it you are like, smart oh thanks <laughs> <laughs> you're smart wait i think you're no like, i thought this... you were smart maybe it was just the glasses it was just the glasses i'm actually glasses. an idiot damn it those glasses but yeah those are like those little questions that i probably didn't ask in my first couple years of planning shoots and now i ask because i gotta go dina remember totally remember the glasses yeah yeah. some of those things are trial and error but that's what we try to help people with on this podcast you know like we try to make it worth your time and not just like have a bunch of bullshit on here like actually have (laughs) stuff that's uh clean your glasses (laughs) clean your glasses glasses clean your glasses do a quick rub and then put them on and then angle them a little bit and then you should be okay definitely (laughs) definitely so i i know that you like to uh keep everything like good and positive you know you don't like to uh trash other photographers and their work uh this is a segment called trashing other photographers and their work no i'm just kidding um imagine uh, you're like three worst (laughs) photographers in toronto go (laughs) on the three worst photographers that live on dana's block are that are your neighbors you'll never work in this town again no no uh no i do want to talk a little bit around you know like mistakes and stuff like that like mistakes to avoid uh in the planning process like uh maybe these are kind of mistakes that you made earlier on in your career um maybe they're uh mistakes that you've seen other people make uh yeah like what are some mistakes to avoid as you're planning i guess i can can go first i can give you the first one yeah yeah because you you mentioned something earlier that that i really liked actually at the very beginning of the show where you said like i'd rather do the in-person call and take that like personal approach rather than sending someone like a spreadsheet or whatever the hell to fill out right like i think that would be probably a big first mistake to talk about like um Maybe some people would be totally cool with that. Like maybe their brain totally works that way. But to me, I don't think that's a good approach. Like having it so standardized where you're literally sending them a document to fill out. I don't know. I think that, again, that might work for some people. But in a lot of cases, I think that personal touch is better, right? Especially with something as personal as photography, right? Right. Yeah. Okay, a mistake. Okay. All right. I've got one. I've got a planning mistake that I've made or been sucked into making. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to emulate something or a shoot that someone else has seen. So cool. in the past, I've had clients come to me that are like, I love, this one comes up a lot, Jenna Kutcher, right? Super popular photographer, like love Jenna Kutcher. She's great. But people being like, I want my shoot to be like this. 
Ashton Kutcher's sister, right? No. No. <laughs> You're really not Stupid with it. Job. You really need to get <laughs> But yeah, and, and then trying and then, you know, sometimes they even would send really like uh, kind of like a prescription to me, mm. a directive to me. I want to have this shot of me leaning, holding a laptop with a coffee in the other hand. I want to look exactly, I want this exact shot. We need a baby and for this. So get a, you need to get a baby. Get a baby, put a yeah. baby on your hip. <laughs> um, and just, and just sort of being, and being a pleaser and wanting to make my clients happy. I'd be like, absolutely. We can do that shot. Yes. Um, and now I'm more like, Hey, it's great to take inspiration and be inspired by her or others, whoever that might be. But you're not that person and you're creating your own brand. So we can definitely look to that to see what type of feeling it's bringing up. Is it, is it that it's professional, fun, um, whatever it might be, but let's keep this about you and your uniqueness and your unique business. So Mm. that's definitely a mistake before where we would try to maybe emulate someone that we're seeing. And then what happens with that is you go on, Instagram or someone's website and every single person has the exact same shot of them wearing a fedora and like giving the peace sign with a coffee cup in the other hand. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I started getting really bummed out and I was like, what is it? And I was like, it's because like I'm being asked to copy stuff. Um, like not obviously not copying it like in a flattering way, but, uh, I didn't, I didn't, like that anymore so that's a mistake I made that I've moved away from yeah that's totally fair like everyone's gonna have their inspirations and I think it's totally cool for someone to come into a shoot and give you samples of stuff that they like hell yeah like I, I have absolutely no problem with that but also understand that like you have your own style and your own approach and yeah you're not gonna there's there's nothing very like it's not very like stimulating or fulfilling uh, you know, to just like copy someone else's work. And yeah, like, what is really the point of that? Like someone else already did it, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think that comes from a place for, for people in general of yeah. playing into a trend, right? Totally. We see trends yeah. nonstop now with social media. And so yeah. people just being like, oh, this is on trend. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. Um, And I, I get it. I get where it comes from because you like what you see. You like, you're relating to it. It's mm-hmm. resonating with you. And you're like, I want to do that too because that looks like a club I want to be <laughs> Um, But taking that control back as a photographer and saying, you know, you're trusting me to bring this forward for you. So let me do that. Yeah, yeah. There's always it's always better to uh, to have your own unique voice, right? And uh, rather than trying to copy other people, I really like that one. Uh, I I've got uh, one one more here, and then uh, we'll we'll let Dana get back to her busy life. You got some photos to edit, some kids to I don't know feed. I don't know what you do with kids. I don't have. But any, can I get the kids to edit? That's the question. I don't know. That's totally up right? to you and the labor laws. <laughs> <laughs> If only there was a way to do both. If they can add like a photo, if Lightroom can get together with Minecraft oh, and do like a, yeah. I'd be a millionaire. I can get my nephews going on that shit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Minecraft is the bane of my existence right is now. It? I yeah. can't hear about it anymore. No, wow. I have a nine-year-old son. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's, did you know? And I'm, you know, yeah. I'm like, no, I didn't know. And I still don't know. <laughs> did you know? I, I'm crazy. <laughs> Well, crazy about him, that's but really, not crazy about that. Really disappointing because I was gonna invite you uh, next week <laughs> onto uh, my Minecraft podcast, but uh, psh, guess I'll have <laughs> you to. You do not have a Minecraft. No, I, don't, no, no. <laughs> I know there's a lot of people that are are adults yeah. that are really into it. I don't totally. know any personally, but I can yeah. see that community. Yeah. But you know what? If there's something for them to be really into, it's yeah. not so bad that it's Minecraft. Definitely. I'll take it. Definitely. I'll take I- it. <laughs> Okay, here's my last mistake. You ready for it? Yeah. It's going to be a good one. Not charging enough money for your photo shoots. I mean, yeah. Mic might drop s- right there. That Take this mic. Take it. Take the mic. <laughs> and I'm going to literally drop it really gently. <laughs> drop it, but not so much that I have to buy a new one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't want to have to do that. Although I do I mean, love 
I'd love any excuse to buy gear. So I don't know, but that's not a very good one. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I, yeah. there might be that temptation to, um, you know, say, oh, I'm going to give a deal here. And maybe there's even a fear that if you, you know, someone says, oh, what does it cost for this shoot? And if you say too much money that you're going to lose the shoot, right? They're going to say, oh, I'll get someone cheaper. Yeah. And yeah, I just find that like, you got to be okay with that. Like people are, if someone does do that, you kind of have to let that roll off your back and be like, well, then I guess that shoot wasn't meant for me because you have like, you really have to charge enough that you can produce the thing that you're going to be proud of making, right? Like, mm-hmm. and that's what people really have to understand. Like when you hire a photographer, there's this whole thing of like, oh, well, like, oh, why the hell am I going to pay you so much? I, I could do it on my own cell phone or whatever. Or, you know, all you do is push a button, which like, you know, is like hilariously untrue. And, you know, like if it was only pushing a button, there's no way I could make 90 episodes of a podcast about it. But <laughs> on, yeah, on this episode, we're talking about pushing buttons. Where are the buttons? How do you push them? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at pushing buttons. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I had, it's very interesting. I was somewhere a while back and I was speaking with a photographer who was just starting out and I said, oh, you know, I'm doing this session. She's like, if you don't mind, like, what are you charging for the session? And I told her and she was like, oh my gosh, people pay that. Mm-hmm. That was her reply. <laughs> and she's like, I'm not trying to be offensive. And I was like, no, none taken. Yeah. I, that's, that's great. But I was like, yeah, they, they do pay that. It is possible mm-hmm. because at least in my, like speaking completely to brand photography right now, these images are making people money, right? Yep. You take these shots, you put them on your website. Your website looks great. You make money. You, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you put this in your, your buyer's guide and you've got really professional looking material. That's going to drive more clients to come to you. That's going to make you look more professional. Yep. So that investment, if we're talking one shoot a year, that's just about one of my, one of most of my clients do, then that investment is well worth it for them to, to, for it to pay for the, for, for it to make sense. And here's the mm-hmm. thing. When I used to undercharge, I had a ton of clients. Mm-hmm. I was really, I was really popular. Mm-hmm. And now I know why <laughs> I was really popular, but I would end up not feeling good at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because, Oh, I didn't make enough money on this. It was because it didn't feel like I got enough value from yeah. my time yeah. and it doesn't mean that my clients were bad. It doesn't mean anything like that. I would just feel internally. So there's a gut feeling like, Oh, that didn't feel valuable to me for my time mm-hmm. and the time that it took. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, my, I, I use the method of incrementally increasing my pricing. That's some people say, start where you intend to finish. I didn't end up doing that. I didn't have any mentors then. So I basically, every time I got busy, I raised my prices and I yep. just kept going till I felt like it was at a, a sweet spot, a spot that people were comfortable with. And it's never been a problem anymore, which is kind of nice. Nobody really questions that. I, I don't, I mean, I don't know if people would say, hey, sorry, you're too expensive. <laughs> people are so tactful now that they're like, thank you. Not in, not in Canada, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your time. I'll yeah. get back to you. And then they yeah. don't. Yeah. I, I would just prefer they said that shit to my face, but you know what? Whatever. It's all good. Yeah. Our budget won't allow for this right now. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 But yeah, like you just want to make something that you feel good about. something that you think is going to, you know, be valuable to that client. And yeah, like you, you're adding to their personal brand. Um, you're even like adding to like on, uh, in a very honest way, like adding to the way that they perceive themselves like if someone sees a beautiful photo of themselves they can like literally like raise their self-confidence or what they think about themselves you know and and uh, of course make them money but you know not just that yeah. right absolutely yeah cool well uh we'll get out of here let's go make some money Um, i could talk about this stuff forever so (laughs) well we'll have you back uh, feel free We'll have you Feel back free on to the hit show. Me back up totally. for your 190th episode. Then 190th special yeah. guest. Yeah, we'll, we'll I'll come back for one. 190. How about that? Okay. Yeah. Deal. <laughs> it's Deal. a date. I just booked Deal. myself in. Yeah. You we'll didn't talk, even ask. And we'll be talking about Minecraft. Uh, <laughs> we'll be photo <laughs> by mode. That point, Minecraft. By photo that mode. point, I'll found a way. <laughs> to, yes, we will. We will exactly. have a petition to Adobe. <laughs> <laughs> and Minecraft to make up digital yeah. software baby. 
Mm-hmm. Totally. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. I had a good time. No worries. It was super fun. Uh, something else that's fun is finding you on the internet, which is where you plug the shit that you have on the internet. I'm on the internet a lot. <laughs> Rad. Good job. And I I love random messages from people I don't know. Sweet. So <laughs> you can find me on the internet and do just that. I love it. You can you don't even have to say hi. You just start in and be like, you know, what's your favorite what's your favorite cheese? And I will go into it. It's Brie, by the way. Yeah. But you can find me at symbol <laughs> three crowns branding on Instagram. And my website is threecrownstudio.com yeah sweet uh, those are my handles yeah you know what the most metal cheese is what brie oh Anyways. my god he did it <laughs> he did it that was so cheesy <laughs> wow <laughs> okay whoa. Um, whoa these jokes are good there's these are too good for a photography podcast leave on a high note <laughs> yeah all right uh if you guys want to find uh this podcast other places on the internet uh photo underscore friends underscore pod on instagram dana will send me some photos and i'll put them up there and you guys can see some of her nice photos that she planned to do uh we have a patreon you guys can check that out uh you can support the podcast there probably the best way for you to support the podcast and help out yourself uh is by clicking uh that cloud spot link you're gonna get yourself 50 percent off and uh it helps the podcast makes cloud spot happy they message us they say jared you're the best makes me feel good uh you can rate us on apple podcasts uh you can recommend us to your friends because uh i know that when you're a photographer you have other friends who are photographers because after a while those are the only people who understand what the hell you're talking about um yeah and uh we always end the show with something random dana we're gonna get uh movie recommendations you have to have watched it recently uh, a movie recommendation for the people out there i know you have kids so it'll probably be some kids movie that's fine you know what? It's not actually. Okay, the fine. other night I went off brand for myself and mm-hmm. I, I watched the new uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Okay. And I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Nice. Um, yeah. Loved it. It was just, yeah. yeah, usually I'm a documentary drama type watcher and yeah. I, I thought, you know what? Let's try something new. And I really liked it. Yeah, and you've, of course, seen every other Marvel film and TV series, right? Local, I've seen, a, a lo- yes, I just, Seriously? I've wow. seen a bit, yeah, I've seen a bit Jeez. of Mandalorian. Yeah, I've I've got a comic book collector spouse, so. Oh, okay. I have yeah. seen, I don't, I'm not diehard, but I have seen enough to be All able right. to, you know, be semi-fluent. You're more, you're more up to date with uh, all that stuff than than me right now i uh, i'm gonna say i thought about uh recommending a film that i watched last night horns so i'll say that i'm gonna give you guys two i'm gonna give you guys two horns uh is a, a pretty interesting movie uh old daniel radcliffe is in there he's making weird movies now and i love it uh and uh other than that one though uh i think this guy was in harry potter too uh robert pattinson wasn't he in harry potter yeah yeah he was, yeah, yeah. yeah so this is a real yeah. harry, harry he potter he died yeah he died in harry potter right like, oh, I, I was yeah. worried he actually died it's like shit. no 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 he's still alive <laughs> okay good uh good time uh directed by the safty brothers uh they also made Uncut Gems. This is like the the film that uh, that they made before that. Super interesting movie. Very highly stressful. Uh, so check it out if you want to feel stressed. Adding that to my list. Thank you. 